0: There's joy in every journey. It's time for the most average podcast ever.
1: It's Zach.
2: Cannot play with him. Cannot win with him. Cannot coach with
1: him.
0: Can't do it. And the nose.
1: I want winners. I want people that want to win. All right, welcome to another edition. It's actually volume four and week nine of the NFL season of... The Zack and Nose Podcast. That's right. We answer some fantasy questions for you. We talk a little BS. Uh, we do just about everything here on the podcast. We uh, love the fact that you're supporting the podcast. Make sure you subscribe on Google Play, iTunes, WQAM.com. Tell your friends. Tell your enemies. Tell everyone. Go knock on your neighbor's door right now. I'll wait. And then tell them to subscribe to this. I'm waiting. I'm still waiting. All right, get over to your neighbor's house after the podcast then and tell them that they got to subscribe to the Zach and the Nose podcast. All right, well, I am Zach from the Joe Rose Show here on 560 WQAM and every Wednesday morning live on the show, we bring on the Nose. At Spencer Nose on Twitter to ask to answer some of your fantasy questions, give you a little fantasy football advice as well. And now we have him on the podcast. This is Volume 4, Week 9 of the NFL season, and I bring in my partner in crime, the Nose. The Nose, good morning, how are you? Or good afternoon or good night, whatever it is whenever you listen to this. How you doing? I'm doing great. Uh, I'm sure you are as well. This is the Halloween edition. We're taping this on Halloween. It'll post probably late Halloween night or early on the November 1st, the first day of November. Uh, So whenever you're listening to this before your weekend, uh, happy Halloween. Hope you had a great Halloween. I have to get into real quickly something that I heard from Mama Knows. Mama Knows told me a story about your Halloween, like the past Halloween for you. I heard it. I laughed. I think it's very funny. But I'd like you to give me the short version of what Halloween, how you grew up knowing about Halloween, and what happened to you uh, on Halloween night.
2: So I'm that guy. Yeah. I've, so I've heard. I'm that guy, and I am scarred with Halloween my entire life because of my mother. So I'm Good from the. Mama. I'm from the hard streets of Long Island, and <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm just gonna go ahead and say it. My mother, instead of giving out Reese's peanut butters, Snickers, or Almond joys, I was the household that gave away small boxes of raisins. Shut up. My mother gave away small boxes of raisins to people. So let me just let you know how that is when you're growing up. The next day, you have to go to school. And I was ridiculed. I was laughed at. I was made fun of, and I was tortured. So, therefore, oh, and I was really not even allowed to trick-or-treat on top of it. So, tells you a little bit of an upbringing of what I've been through on Halloween. And let me tell you something not my favorite holiday, to be honest with you.
1: I can imagine that. Wow. Scarred from raisins and Halloween. Who gives out raisins? My goodness. And Long Island also. Good luck with that. Everyone's giving out full-size candy bars. Your mom's giving out raisins. All right. well that's our Halloween story for you. We'll be back next week. No, I'm just joking. We actually have stuff to talk about here on the podcast. Uh, Nose gives out lots of fantasy advice for the week. We do a nose pick of the week. We we do the pass the sniff test, the fail the sniff test. We recap all the picks from last week as well. That's where we'll start uh, this week on the podcast. Like I said, Volume 4 of Zach and the Nose Podcast. Last week's Nose Pick of the Week was James White. James White did what? You
2: could beat your chest. Did you give me some nose candy, or did, or do we have a nose bleed with James White? Nose candy. That's a big nose candy on this one. I'll actually be very proud of that pick. He, in PPR leagues especially, he had 10 catches. He had a total of 95 yards and a touchdown. Do the quick math. That's 25 fantasy points in the PPR league. So, yeah, that was a really good pick. Um, it was with Sony Michelle out, that's a, a must play, and um, it was a good one against a pretty guard. I called it a yep. good defense, and he still he still showed up. Yeah, you called it. All right, so let's go.
1: Let's recap some of the picks from last week. What bled? What was the nosebleeds from last week from your picks?
2: All right, give it to me. Uh oh, nosebleed. Latavius Murray excelled against the Saints' number one rush defense. I actually went to a bar with you that you night. You did. And I was just saying, are we watching a live nosebleed we right We actually now? did
1: watch a live, a live nosebleed for Sunday Night Football. That was very interesting.
2: Uh, the Saints had the number one rush defense. I thought they were going to completely shut him down, thinking that he's a veteran that's just not moving fast. But, oh, he looks good. He had 95 yards and a touchdown, so that was not a good one. Uh, another one was the Radio Rahim master mm. call. Remember, we're taping this on a Wednesday, and I didn't know that Matt Brito was actually going to play. I thought he wasn't going to play, so I give myself a little excuse on that one. Uh oh, nosebleed. But uh, with when Brito was starting, I hope you didn't put in Radio Rahim. That was yet another pretty bad nosebleed. All
1: right, but you did have some nose candy, some nose Halloween candy from last week. Why don't you uh, hook us up and tell us what happened last week, some of that nose
2: candy. Nose candy. So last week was a good week. That's the one thing I'm going to, uh, again, beat my chest. to say. If we're at a 65 to 70% rate of giving good information. I'm I feeling, like that. Yeah, yes. I'm feeling really good about it. All right, I'm going to rip this off in one breath. Trubisky had 220 yards, two touchdowns and 51 yards on a, on a recommendation. I had Keenan, uh, Case Keenum, who had 265 yards and two touchdowns, who I recommended as a waiver pickup for a guy that if you needed a starter. Andrew Luck, 239 yards and three touchdowns. Return of the Mac made me look real good with 132 yards and two touchdowns. Chris Carson, who's now a rising on the scene in Seattle, had 125 yards. And a touchdown. I recommended Stefan Diggs for a great DFS play. That was a good one. I told you Carlos Hyde was going to have a really bad game not to put him in. He only had six carries for 11 yards. Isaiah Crowell was another guy set to bench this week. 25 yards not great, and one of my better calls was, I said, to bench Alshon Jeffrey, who was going against Jalen Ramsey, and he only had four catches for 35 yards, making that a very nice Week 8 podcast.
1: Yeah, that was very good. That was last week's
2: nose
1: candy. All right, well, we did have the trade deadline, and the NFL just come and pass. A couple big names were traded and moved to different teams, a couple wide receivers, uh, Demarius Thomas, Golden Tate, What's your take on both of those guys moving to new teams? Thomas now with the Houston Texans and Golden Tate, Philly, Philly. He's on his way to play for the Eagles. What are your thoughts on both those guys?
2: All right. A lot of fantasy implications for those two trades. So let's just dive right in, shall we? Yes. Okay, Demarius Thomas. What does that mean for him? Demarius Thomas is going from uh, what I think was a stale situation in Denver. His time was sort of coming up. His fantasy numbers were not what they once were. He needed a new uh, surrounding for fantasy owners or for himself. And so I think for Demarius, it could only go up. That's my take on him. It won't go down. You might not be able to start him this week because he has to learn a whole new offense in a very short amount of time. So I'd recommend benching him this week. But overall, in the scheme of things, I, I give it a thumbs up for Demarius Thomas. The one guy that I think is going to blow up now, and this is sort of the guy I'm going to throw the nose in there. And oh Oh, Yeah. Cortland Sutton, I've been telling, this is the third podcast now that I have said his name, and I've recommended him. He is a guy that got drafted in the second round, really stud wide receiver, reminds me of a combination of Alshon Jeffrey and Dez Bryant mm, coming out of college. I like it. And now he's got the opportunities. Now Demarius Thomas is out. It's still Manny Sanders is the number one there, but he's the number two. If you could get Cortland Sutton, on your team, if he is still somehow a free agent on your waiver wire, pick him up immediately. I'm not saying stardom necessarily this week going against Houston of all teams. I really love him looking forward and, you know, with the fantasy f- uh, playoffs within the next few weeks coming up. Cortland Sutton could be a big difference maker on your team.
1: All right. What about uh, Golden Tate now in Philly, Philly?
2: So Golden Tate is what I think is going to be a lateral move for him. He was really good with Stafford in Detroit all these years. You know, he was a guy that was extremely reliable. So, you know, for in terms of Stafford, not great for him. I will just throw that out there. That was a, a, a guy he really relied on, felt very comfortable throwing the ball to. Um, I think Carson Wentz is going to find Golden Tate the ball just as much as Matthew Stafford did. I think they made this trade uh, to really get him the ball. So, you know, Golden Tate's value stays the same. I have a big thumbs up for Carson Wentz on this one. I have a bad for Stafford, but the one guy uh, that is really going to benefit from this trade is Kenny Galladay. Now he becomes the clear cut number two. He's going to get a lot more targets and Stafford is a gunslinger and we'll find him the ball. So if you're a Kenny Galladay owner, you're loving this trade.
1: All right. Now, uh, speaking of gunslingers, we had a move made at quarterback in Tampa Bay last week. Um, Something that we saw in the beginning of the season that if you were a fantasy football owner and you had Jameis Winston earlier in the season, you kind of handcuffed yourself with Fitzpatrick uh, just to make sure you had something there, especially if you were starting Jameis Winston uh, before the season started. Fitzpatrick went absolutely freaking bananas the first couple weeks of the year, was the single best quarterback in the league the first three, four weeks of the season until Jameis came back into the lineup. But Ryan Fitzpatrick now back as the starter for now for this week. That's what Dirk Cutter said. They're on a week-by-week basis. But Fitzpatrick, more than likely on the waiver wire uh, for many leagues out there. Your thoughts now on Fitzmagic
2: back at the helm in Tampa Bay. I love him. I love him for all the right reasons. Let me explain those to you. Their defense is the worst in the NFL. Ranked dead last. So, again, what does that mean? That means that people are going to score on them and score on them a lot. We'll talk about it later in this podcast, but Cam Newton's going to have a monster game at home against them. So what does that mean? That means they're going to have to air it out. And that's what Tampa does. They air it out. They don't have a running game. Peyton Barber is not going to do the job. So it's, again, it's it's using logic. He's going to throw the ball. Am I going to, is he going to have the 400-yard games? Maybe. But he's going to have 300-plus yards and two to three touchdowns on multiple occasions moving forward. And... I don't think Jameis Winston's going to have another snap. I just don't see it. I think there's this whole injury clause for his next contract. I think that they need to win now. I think these coaches need to save their jobs. And based on that, you know, you can't put Winston in the game because the guy's going to throw three to four interceptions. So, what do I think? I think if he's on your waiver wire, pick him up. Maybe you don't have to start him this week against the Panthers, and you could always tweet me, you know, Fitzpatrick versus whoever else is on your roster. Um... But this team just throws the ball. They have the weapons between Mike Evans and Deshaun Jackson and now Howard, the tight end. There's a lot of power there. There's a lot of big stats there. Get Fitzpatrick on your team.
1: Yeah, no, Fitzpatrick's uh, definitely one of those wild cards that you want to have out there uh, for your team of quarterbacks, especially if you need some points or you need some quarterback help. That definitely does help. By the way, with Jameis Winston, the fifth-year option was picked up by him, and it's only guaranteed if he does get hurt, so you were right on that. If he stays healthy, there's no guarantee and they can get rid of it. But if he gets hurt, that fifth-year option is guaranteed. I heard that from somebody smarter than me the other day, so that's why I'm bringing that up and taking full credit for it, of course. All right, so we do a couple different segments here on the podcast. Who passes the sniff test for Week 9? Who fails the sniff test for Week 9? A couple players that the nose really, really likes or really, really thinks is going to stink this week, let's start off with passing the sniff test week nine of the NFL season. Give me a couple guys. Let's start with the quarterback position
2: who passes the sniff test. Season long leagues, daily fantasy leagues. Cam Newton, as I just discussed, is going to just have a monster game at home. That's a team trending in the upward direction. And that defense simply can't stop anybody rush or pass. He's going to have a big game. I have him um, having over 300 yards, having over 50 yards on the ground. Three touchdowns. This is a daily fantasy must play this week. And also, if you obviously have him in your season-long team, there's nobody else you should be starting over him that's realistic that would be on your roster. So I'm a huge fan of Cam Newton this week. And I am personally not a big fan of him in general. But this week, I'm all in on him. All right, any other quarterbacks this week past Sniff test. Yes. Alex Smith of the Washington Redskins, they're at home, and they're going against the Falcons. Uh, Alex Smith is not the kind of guy who's going to get you the 350-yard game and three touchdowns, but if you want a consistent player that's not going to make mistakes, that if you have one of the five, six teams are on by right now. So if you have, say, Carson Wentz on your team and he's on a bye this week, Alex Smith is a beautiful, tasty, delicious pickup. He's going to get himself 275 yards, two touchdowns. There's probably be no interceptions. He's much better at home than he is on the road. And against this defense, which I've been saying is the torn ACL defense, great little start from Alex Smith this week. Any other quarterbacks on this
1: week's pass? The sniff test.
2: Yes. The other player that I really love on the Cam Newton level is Jared Goff. I love Goff. Yeah, I know you love Goff. And he's, uh, you know, he's had a few weeks that he's slowed down a little bit. He's going to pick it right back up against the Saints, 28th against the pass this year. I expect that to be a really fun shootout. Saints at home versus the Rams. Big fan of Goff this week. If you have him in your team and he's a player that you're always saying, do I start him versus one of the guys that you really drafted first to be your starter, uh, I'm telling you to start Goff this week.
1: All right, running backs this week for week nine of the NFL season that pass the, the sniff test.
2: Well, last week I told you to bench this guy, and now I'm telling you to start this guy. This is how fantasy works. One week is one thing, and Latavius Murray this week is another. Mm. So I watched him give me that nosebleed in person. I'm I'm going going the other way on this one. He's going against the Detroit Lions, who are just a nice Gruyere Swiss cheese type of uh, defense. Oh, yeah, there's holes everywhere, man. So, you know, Latavius Murray, if Dalvin Cook is deemed out, then he is a must-start this week. He's looking really good still. Um, I thought he had lost a step this year. He has not. So Latavius Murray is a really good start if Dalvin Cook is out. Again, last week I said to bench Isaiah Crowell, and this week I'm saying to start Isaiah Crowell going against your Miami Dolphins. Oh,
1: that run defense is so stinky right now. And you lost a defensive tackle to... Oh, uh-oh. Vincent Taylor's out now. The defense... You picked up Ziggy Hood, so yeah, maybe yeah. that'll be something, but I'm not counting on Ziggy Hood. That run defense is about as bad as it comes in the NFL right now. I don't know what the bleep happened, uh, but they give up yards. They give up everything. It's just sad watching that rush defense.
2: So you're going to watch your rival team run all over you. Oh, and, it's Jets week, and, too. Right, oh, somebody stabbed right, me in the ass. Lyle Powell's stinks. out yeah. for the year, so this is the Crow Show, Oof. and I really like him this week. And a lot of players, this is a perfect example of a player who is always week to week, do I start him or do I not? Of course, I
1: benched him the week he
2: ran for about 200 yards and two touchdowns, yeah. And the week before, he had zero fans. That's right, runs, that's right. right. So you can't, that's why I'm here, and that's why I'm telling you, you get him in your lineup this week. All right, that's the nose, by the way, at Spencer Nose on
1: Twitter if you want to ask him any questions during any of that stuff. Any more running backs that pass the sniff test
2: for you? Nick Chubb is a start this week. He's been, uh, well, last week he wasn't so great. This week he is going against the Kansas City's defense. Uh, Again, logic, we use that on this show. It's all we have in our lives. And if you're the Browns, well, you have a whole new coaching staff, so I don't know who's making the decisions over there. But you're going to want to control the ball against the Chiefs. You don't want Mahomes on that field. No way. And so you're going to get Nick Chubb the ball, and Kansas City ranks 25th against the Rush. It's just a match that makes sense. Get him the ball. Make him chunk some yards, and especially take the t- <laughs> let that clock go down a bit.
1: Eat that clock up. Eat the That's clock. Right. Yep. Love Nick Chubb this week as well. The more Mahomes, the more McLosses you take for your team at that point. So all right, any other running backs? We're moving right to the wide receiver position. All right, so what wide receivers
2: this week passed the the sniff test. I'm going with the rookie out of Carolina, DJ Moore. The rookie was from Maryland, so let's just be thankful he's still alive. Can't believe that DJ Darkins back in.
1: Good di- Lord, di- I know. Di- different, po- different podcasts. Different, podcast, different yeah.
2: podcast, but I wanted to shout that one yeah, out. So that. DJ Moore's been getting a lot of play. He gets a lot of reverses. He gets those screen passes. And again, against this defense that the Buccaneers have, Cam Newton, I just recommended him. I think they're going to give Funches. you know, I think Funches is a great start too, but I think DJ Moore is going to have his breakout game this week. So I'm going a little bit on a limb. He is on a lot of waiver wires. If you are having a, like many others, rough time filling out a lineup because of the six teams on by, I'm telling you, pick up Moore and start him. You'll be thanking the nose.
1: Any other wide receivers on your sniff test that passed the sniff test this week?
2: Yeah, Juice Landry. I like him. I like him. He's been really up and down. Uh, this is a week, though, you want to start Jarvis Landry versus the Chiefs. Uh, Just going to be a good game for him. I think that the new coaching staff is going to come in and say, we got to get our star of the ball. And so back to basics, Baker to Jarvis with a little side of Nick Chubb. It's going to be – uh, one of Cleveland's better offensive scoring games, even though I still think they will lose in one of those high-scoring shootout type of games.
1: I like that meal deal. I'll take a soda with that also. <laughs> what other wide receivers you got passing the sniff test this week?
2: I'm just, like, pushing my chips all in right now. I'm oh, doing, I'm boy. Do, doing the hand motion. The chips two hand, are all in. Two fingers in. up the nose on this one, huh? I'm going right back to Cortland Sutton. I'm just – he was almost my nose pick of the week. I'm not going there yet because I want to see him do it, but I do believe in him week one shining – He's going against the Houston Texans. It's like uh, Demaryius got traded to the Texans, and now who's going to step up in his place? The answer is Cortland Sutton. So let's be clear: Am I all in on this guy, or am I all in on this oh, guy? Oh, you're all in. I'm all in. Hey, you got to make it. You got to make your statement. Pick him up. Start him. Get him in your lineup. Big fan.
1: All right. So those are the ones that passed the sniff test for Week Nine of the NFL season. Like I said, that is the nose at Spencer Nose on Twitter if you have any questions or anything that you want to ask, any advice you need right before any of the fantasy matchups uh, this Sunday or Monday night. All right, so if we did pass the sniff test, there's obviously some guys that that stink, that fail the sniff test. Give me a couple of quarterbacks, running backs, and wide receivers. Who fails the sniff test?
2: I know you have to start Big Ben I, in many of your leagues, and I understand there's not many options, although there are. Fitzpatrick, pick him up, start him. Um, Yeah, Big Ben's going against the Ravens. They're in Baltimore. That's the number two pass defense in the league. Uh, This is a game that I just project Big Ben struggling, and therefore I don't love him as a start, especially in daily fantasy leagues. Go with another option, like I just said, Cam Newton. I am not a big fan of Big Ben this week. Also, last week I... uh, really massaged Mitchell Trubisky and I really <laughs> gave him a lot of credit and he actually made me look good. That 70-yard touchdown to Tariq Cohen was nice. That was a, a nice piece of nose nice candy. Nice have Tariq Cohen on your team, the wow. rabbi. yeah, Man, that's one step and go and that was a really good play but this week, I'm betting against it. I think if anybody was watching the Bills last week, that defense is very good. It is. They are. I mean, they're very good. They made Tom Brady look a little, uh, you know, suspect for a minute, even though they sort of want, you know. Yeah, they, of course. Yeah, oh,
1: the, you only have too much time to make Tom Brady look suspect before he all of a sudden just does one play or the defense gets a pick six
2: and the game's over at that point. Absolutely. Um, not I'm a, a big Dolphins fan, of, fan. I know that. Not a big fan of Trubisky this week, I would say. I love his future. I would keep him on your roster. But against the Bills in Buffalo, I'm just not feeling it. And then the last one is a guy who's been basically unstartable, and I'm allowing you to drop. That's Marcus Mariota. Uh, God, a lot of people had a lot of high hopes for him coming into the season as a guy who could not just pass the ball, who could also give you those 50 yards rushing like Trubisky did last week. That's a lot of fantasy points that you're – really relying on when you have a a dual threat quarterback. Mariota is going against the Cowboys on Monday night football in Dallas. I just got this feeling that the Cowboys defense is going to step up. They're really good against the pass actually ranked number fourth overall. So if you have Mariota on your team and he's your backup quarterback to, let's just say Dalton or luck or Wentz, I would say just drop him and get a better option out there and, Again, I'm going back to my original concept of Fitzpatrick is better than all of these options. Love Fitzmagic.
1: Love, 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 love. All right. How about some running backs this week for week nine of the NFL season that fail
2: the sniff test? Lashawn McCoy looked pretty good last week against the Patriots. I don't buy it against the Bears this weekend. That's just a bad scene because uh, I'm pretty sure Nate Peterman has now been named the starter. Oh, God. Yeah. Listen, what are you going to do in If that? you're
1: starting Nate Peterman on your fantasy team, please email or text me right away, and you're in my league next year.
2: Exactly. Yes. It's called free money. That's right. right. Thank you okay. very much. So, what LaShawn McCoy um, is not a good start this week. If you're the Bears defense, you're going to literally just say, oh, we're going to just stop him.
1: Yeah, but eight guys, nine guys in the box and say, no, LaShawn, let's let Peterman do it.
2: That's it. And so, if you have LaShawn McCoy, and I know you do, I hope I, know. He, I hope when I – speak to you later that he is not you're listening to the nose yeah that's right okay. i think i'm chubbing it yeah I'm yeah i'm gonna chub it instead yeah. wow very nicely done yeah um do not love the atlanta falcons running backs this week um coleman or ito smith the skin judge ito we're not going with judge ito this week you know again a lot of people need players and i'm looking at a lot of lineups so far and people have judge ito in their lineup this is a bad idea the one surprising team right now is the Washington Redskins defense they're nasty their front line is the best in the NFL right now and yes I said that and yes I know about the the Rams defensive line um, especially now that they got Fowler that could be a little different yeah but overall the skins have been really really They had a nice
1: pickup on the trade deadline also. Ha-ha Clinton Dix. There you go. He got in there also, so he got traded to the team, so that defense got a little bit better.
2: They did, and that skin's defense is nasty, and I do not trust either of the Atlanta Falcons running backs. Now, if you have to start Coleman, I get it, but you should not start the judge. It's a... Bad, bad move.
1: Stay away from Judge Ito this week. Any more running backs uh, fail the sniff test this week.
2: This is probably ultimately my biggest nosebleed of the year. We did not start our nose, our, you know, the podcast until the midseason. But I'll be honest: if you were speaking to me before the season, I loved Alex Collins. I loved everything about him. Uh, Hard nosed runner, getting a lot of touchdowns, breaking off a lot of runs last year. That's a bust right now. Um, so what happens with Alex Collins? Now Ty Montgomery gets traded there. Oh, Fumble Montgomery's there. I forgot about that. Fumble Mick's there. You still got Buck. That's right. And uh, Alex Collins is now just sort of a part of a a committee. Uh, What people don't know is his best game this year so far was 68 yards on the ground. That's no good. No. And he did that against the Broncos defense who allowed two different 200-yard runners this year. So his best game of 68 yards was against the worst rush defense in the league. It's just all adding up to be a very big uh, bust in terms of Alex Collins. Sure, sure. So I I don't like him. I I know you have him on your team, and I know you're looking at your roster and saying, I think I have to start him. I don't think you do. So Stay away. Stay away on that one. All right, so we're going right to
1: the wide receivers this week who failed these sniff tests.
2: Right, so Corey Davis, who was a top, top pick for the Titans, who is a talent, has not really shown his – True colors yeah. No
1: quarterback. And
2: yep. there's no quarterback there. And there's no threat to throw the ball down the field with Mariota. And, again, on Monday Night Football, I just feel like he's going to get shut down. So Corey Davis is not a good start this week. Um, Allen Robinson is also a very rough start if he plays. Um, I'm expecting him to play this week. But if he does, he's going against Trey Davies White from LSU. That is a lockdown corner. And we discussed it last week how, you know, Someone like Jalen Ramsey was going against Alshon Jeffrey. Alshon Jeffrey had two monster games before that. I I didn't care. These lockdown corners are the real deal. There's only a few of them left, and I'm telling you, Buffalo has one right now. So keep Allen Robinson out of
1: your lineup. Any other wide receivers that fail the Week 9 sniff test?
2: Yes, the last one, and that's Tyrell Williams who, of course, is the ultimate boomer bust wide receiver. He's been your guy for a couple weeks. Yeah, I know. This is what the fun of fantasy is. I completely recommended picking him up and starting him again in in two games where he had monster touchdowns. And in a lot of leagues, you get bonus points for long touchdowns. This guy's been a stud. Well, this is the week where I'm going to go out there and say it's not going to happen. Seattle's really good against the pass this year. It's not the Legion of Boom good. But they're uh, right now currently ranked fifth against the pass. So I'm just going out there and saying Tyrell Williams is going to not get that big play because Seattle's going to be looking for it, and uh, I wouldn't start him.
1: So that's one of our favorite segments we do here on the podcast, who passes the sniff test and who fails the sniff test. But also, there's a position we haven't really uh, brought up today that maybe uh, is a non-talked about position because the normal studs we have at this position, and I'll give it away by saying these two names, the Jimmy Grahams and the Gronks of the world that gave that tight end position a huge, huge name in the last couple years, just kind of not there right now unless you have a Kelsey on your team. Uh, You don't really have one of those stud guys out there. Trey Burton was one of those guys also that maybe you wanted to pick up, but... Give me some information. Give me some, uh, something to sniff around about with the uh, tight end position. I'm actually – I wanted to talk
2: about this. Thank you. Because I'm actually – You're welcome. I'm changing my tune about the tight end, like, overnight, which what I mean is, is normally I'm the type of guy at draft day. I'm not drafting a tight end early. Um, it's just, in my opinion, a bad strategy, and I still will hold to that. But we'll see how it is next year because right now there's only really – Two, and you just mentioned them. There's Kelsey and there's Zach Ertz. Then after that, it is... A huge drop-off. It's a huge drop-off. You know, every other week, Jared Cook is having a good game. But then you start him, and then he has three fantasy. And then you don't start him, and he has 25 fantasy. As you mentioned, Jimmy Graham, oof, it's been ugly. I thought it would be
1: so much different with him and Aaron Rodgers.
2: He got old. I know. Very quickly, too, yeah. He got old. And then, you know, Gronk, we're watching it. He got old. So people who drafted Gronk in the third round or even some people in the second round, they're just not doing good in their fantasy leagues. Right now, there's only two really elite guys. So, um, But if you wanted me to give you a player for a DFS play or in, in a guy that might be on your roster in season longs, I'm actually going out there and saying Jordan Reed is the guy for a DFS tight end this week. Last week, he had 12 targets, and targets are a big deal in fantasy. Just simply getting the opportunity to catch the ball Well, you take those 12 targets, you look at their matchup this week, again, against the Falcons that have a very rough defense. I love Jordan Reed having a big game. So if you're a daily fantasy person, I'm thinking that should be your tight end for the week. Uh, Other than that, if you want to tweet at me any of your tight end questions, it's really, really ugly out there, and I'll do my best to help you.
1: At Spencer Knows on Twitter, if you do need some advice uh, before the games on Sunday or Monday night, or you want to get some stuff done before the weekend, especially with the waiver wire and picking up guys, we don't normally talk Thursday night football here on uh, the podcast because we usually post this on Thursdays and by the way it's a perfect time not to talk about the Thursday night game this week because it is the worst game, the worst matchup I've seen in a long time. It's the 49ers and the Raiders. It should be the toilet bowl. You want to talk about something that fails the sniff test, smells like poop? This is what this game smells like to me this week. We don't normally mention it anyway but I think I'd bring it up anyway so if you are listening to this on Friday or Saturday and this was the most magical Thursday night game of all time, well then I did fail the sniff test myself but otherwise I'm just looking forward to not watching this game on thursday night okay so in the beginning of the podcast we usually go over the nose pick of the week
2: so right now we're going to get to this week week nine's nose pick of the week it's the nose pick of the week so i've been saying this guy is like my favorite fantasy player this year and i haven't used him for the nose pick of the week and he, his last few weeks have been just a little average but i'm expecting robert woods of the rams bobby woods well done to have a big game. This is his, this is his big game. And um, the Rams are going against the Saints. It's that 425 national game. I expect that game to be a shootout. Drew Brees had a bad game last week. It's not going to happen again. They're going to score a lot. So that fun and gun offense for the Rams is going to be out there. Um, Gurley's going to do fine. Don't get me wrong. But he's going against a really good rush defense. So I expect them to spread the ball out. You know, that little... Uh, Goff inside handoff to the wide receiver that's in motion. That's going to be Robert Woods this week. I expect him to have 130 total yards. That's a big number. I expect him to get in the end zone. Robert Woods is the nose pick of the week.
1: I like it. Bobby Woods getting the nose pick of the week this week. Week 9 of the NFL season. All right, this will basically do it. Uh, for Volume 4 of the podcast, I want to give a special shout-out to a couple people on Twitter that have been uh, all up the nose's nose, I guess you could say. Uh, my man Jay Mare is out there, so a little shout-out to him. Sweet Lou out there as well we gave some shout outs every single week here we don't talk about where we watch the games at any of those bars because they don't pay us to and until they pay us to we will not mention them we don't give out cheap plugs here Oh, i do sometimes but i'm not going to give out any more cheap plugs today all right volume four week nine of the nfl season our podcast is done nose uh happy halloween to you i know that some people will be listening to this over the weekend don't go to nose's house if you don't want raisins because his mom used to give out raisins I'm
2: scarred for life. I
1: can only it, imagine at this point. You do give out better candy now as, like, a dad, right? Oh,
2: mama knows what's up. Okay, yeah. I just want to
1: make sure, because if you're still giving out raisins and it's a holiday uh, family tradition, then I'll probably be the one at your house throwing eggs at your
2: house. I don't want my kids being bullied the next day, yeah, okay? Yeah, you don't want to do
1: that to your kids. That's not cool. All right, Volume 4 is done. Hopefully you are subscribed to this podcast on iTunes or Google Play, wqam.com. Also, you can find us on the On Demand page on podcast, Zach and the Nose podcast. Thank you very much as always. Any questions for my man the nose at Spencer nose on Twitter. Make sure you get all your lineups in best of luck to everybody this week in week nine of the NFL season. We're getting closer to the playoffs. So hopefully you're making that run and you're listening to some of the picks that the nose has this week passing the sniff test failing the sniff test The nose pick of the week You get that each week here on the podcast. So have a great NFL weekend and we'll talk to you again next Thursday.
0: It's Zach